Hi friends, it's Andrea with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. For most people, if we say get healthy, that's kind of code for losing weight. It means exercising, eating less, or eating according to a certain diet plan, whatever's kind of trending at the time. And it even might be like a really, really strict, rigid weight loss plan that excludes certain food groups or kind of really restricts our caloric intake. So it's really because health is viewed kind of superficially as an outcome of food or fitness or specifically a number on a scale. Today, let's look at some of the research that's out there so that we can debunk this belief and begin to shift toward improving our health for health's sake alone, not to achieve a certain image or number on a scale. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. I want you to remember that health isn't really an obligation. It's not a barometer of worthiness or something to control. It's really a decision on how to how to prioritize our lives and prioritize like the path that we are choosing ourselves. And that is very, very personal. Remember, this is just a side note, that even if weight was the one factor most associated with health, which by the way, it's not, there are so many variables that help affect that weight, that number. So what exactly does improve health? I went and looked at some of the research that's out there. And in every study that took actual habits into consideration, it was found that the habits were much better predictor for future health than a body size. So, you know, the fact that you exercise regularly or that you make homemade meals or that you sleep regularly, all of those habits are what is associated with the improved health. So in one study that looked between the relationship of all-cause mortality and cardiovascular fitness amongst men, it found that physical fitness, so like the measure of kind of the capacity for vigorous exercise on a treadmill, was an independent predictor of reducing mortality from cardiovascular disease. So even stronger than, quote unquote, having a normal body mass index. So 
So other research shows that lifestyle habits is a more important factor than weight loss itself. One study looked at four lifestyle habits. So eating five or more servings of fruits and vegetables, exercising more than 12 times per month, alcohol intake, and smoking status. And that showed that the health hazard ratio was was not affected by where you were with your body mass index, where you were with your weight versus your height. So how do we really embrace this health mentality and switch from, you know, the toxic diet culture that we're so used to and orient ourselves towards health in our own lives? The first thing we need to accept is that health is really multifaceted. And again, we prioritize We make the personal choice of prioritizing our health and how we do that. And that is our business and you get to decide. But if you want to make the shift from that traditional diet mentality to a health mentality, here are some basics to start with. So first of all, start slow. Choose one or two small habits that you're trying to adapt. Focus on those behaviors for a few weeks. And once they become part of your daily routine, add another habit, add a new factor into your routine. So you might choose to stop smoking first. And that's one thing that you're going to put all your efforts in to focus on. Then once that becomes kind of ground in and the new norm for you, you might start increasing vegetables in your diet or you might start exercising. I also want you to celebrate those small victories, all victories, no matter how small they seem to be, all little changes add up to an improved lifestyle and an improved health. It's okay to go for the changing the habits that seem easier to you. Start with the habits that sound fun and that seem like they would be an easy fit into your lifestyle. That's a good way to establish something new and then gain momentum from that so that you can tackle tasks or behaviors that might be more daunting to you. Try to be additive instead of restrictive where you can. So for example, have an extra serving of vegetables, an extra glass of water, or a half an hour more of sleep rather than cutting out sugar altogether. It's much easier for the brain to handle something extra as opposed to trying to restrict and avoid it. Speaking of that, avoid taking the all or nothing approach. One of the habits that we've kind of picked up through dieting and dieting culture is that, oh, I blew it. So I might as well eat everything unhealthy, whether I want it or not, and then start again tomorrow. That's really just a lot of disordered eating and um, thinking around food and just altogether, let's try to avoid that. Instead, we're going to go for incremental change. So for example, like if it's, it might be better to quit smoking altogether, obviously, but if that's too difficult and not achievable for you, cutting back on the amount you're smoking certainly is an improvement and should be celebrated. The great news is that the options for supporting your health are really countless. They're endless, which is amazing because normally we just think of losing weight as kind of the end-all be-all behavior or, or outcome that we're looking for. But there are a lot of new habits. Here are a few. So first of all, a new habit Really foster the belief that your body is worthy of care. You are a priority. You are important and you only get one body. You might as well take care of it and 
go with an attitude that it is kind of a temple and you should be treating it as one. So specifically sleep. It's super important to health, both the amount and the quality. Consider setting time for extra sleep or working at options for sleep hygiene. So for example, keeping the phone away so you're not tempted to take a peek at it, or even if you wake up early or in the middle of the night to take a peek at that phone. Sleep, focus on it. Keeping a good routine around that is a great habit that can really impact your health in a really positive way. Hydration. There's so many, I should say all of our body functions are tied into hydration and need hydration to do, to accomplish them. So you know, shoot for that eight glasses of water. But if you're trying to bump it up, work toward one extra glass of water for a week, that's a great way to start. How are you taking care of your mental health? There's several habits and actions you can do. Meditation, deep breathing, yoga, all kinds of things that can help you on the mental health side. Seeing a therapist, making sure you're taking your medications, all kinds of things kind of fall under that umbrella. Food, of course, we always think of this, but take into account, of course, that all foods fit into a healthy diet, being mindful of what you're eating and knowing which foods make you feel better and make you feel more alert and more comfortable. And finally, movement. Movement is so good for our mental health, for our cardiovascular health, to help us sleep better. Really, we want to aim for at least 30 minutes, five days a week or more. That's the goal that is super, super beneficial for our health. All right. Tuning into our hunger for sure. Being more mindful about what we're eating is ever, ever beneficial. And you can look back. I've got plenty of episodes about mindful eating. Over time, you can really shift away from a weight-based health mentality and adopt the focus that we want to be healthy for health's sake alone. And that, my friend, is how we achieve some of that freedom that we are looking for. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.